G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Eurovision 2022 review and rank series, where today we're talking about a nation that loves Eurovision more than anyone else per capita. It's proven in data somewhere. It's Iceland. Yes, it's one of the little sort of mouse that roars, isn't it? The mouse that roars. Yeah, kind of, because it's only a small nation. They're a very small, what, like three, 400,000 people? Mm. But they've been pretty good at Eurovision, haven't they? Haven't they just? I was going to say, with Iceland, well, they had a tremendous record at the competition in the late 2000s to mid-2010s, qualifying for every grand final. However, since 2015, there was a run of four non-qualifiers until Hattari made the Saturday night show in Tel Aviv and snatched an excellent 10th place. Mm. Now, unfortunately for them, 2020 would have seen them head into the competition as one of the favourites, uh, but fate intervened, unfortunately. However, they did bring back the very popular Dathi Freya last year, and he achieved an excellent fourth place finish. So they are coming off one of their best results ever. Yeah, they did so well to come fourth last year because, again, there was COVID involved. They didn't get to win the year before, potentially win. So they had a bit of bad luck there, really, didn't they? Yeah, but probably. It was a real chance to win. So 2020, definitely. Yeah. I think 2021 was the best they could have done. And they might have even got a little bit of sympathy vote there, I think, as well. Possibly, possibly. So who have they got to try and keep this run going, Michael? Well, this year we have Sister with Methekandi Sul. Sistur is uh, made up of three sisters, um, surprise, surprise, mm. Siga, Beta, and Alin, and that's what they were known by when they won the national final to go to Eurovision, which you'll speak to about a little later. Mm-hmm. They have been actually around for some time. Um, 2013, they actually formed a group called CCA, which is named after their grandmother, and it was actually all about house music. They were like an electronic dance house music group. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? There's some stuff Jeez. on YouTube. It's pretty good. Mm. They played at Glastonbury. Uh, they were really quite successful. But then eventually they disbanded that. And then they went into this kind of folk music, which you're hearing now. They performed as the sisters themselves, those three names. And they also sometimes perform individually as well. Mm. There's a bit of family musical chops in there. Their father was part of a very well-known uh, group as well. And look, it's a really interesting song itself. It's um, Is it worth talking about the song? I think so, though, yes. Yeah, look, it was um, written from the point of view from an 18th, 19th century Icelandic woman who was in something called Vistabant. And Vistabant was this requirement that all landless people... Uh, be employed on a farm and these people did not have any real control of their lives they were forced to work mm. under this kind of rule and condition feudal system type yeah of thing. exactly okay. so and that wasn't that long ago but like there is a message of hope drawing on the symbolism of the name of the title which i won't say which is the time of year in december when it starts moving beyond the very dark times of night in iceland and starts getting lighter as the days goes on so it's about hope in an 18th, 19th century context. Oh, well, that's kind of... Well, that's really good to know. I guess it gives the, the song a bit more context as well. Yeah. All right, let's talk about how we got Sister in Torino. Now, they did win the Icelandic national final show, Song the Kepnen. Now, they cruised through their semi-final, winning the tally vote convincingly. 
in the final, they finished second after the first round of voting to Daughters of Reykjavik. Qualifying for the two-song superfinal, they're approximately 3,500 votes behind. Then in the superfinal, they did turn things around and convincingly won the second round of televoting. They won by about 11,000. Uh, to snare the ticket to Turin. So, look, ultimately when it came down to the head-to-head, the Icelandic people decided they would send sister, or they decided they wouldn't send daughters of Reykjavik. Look, depends on how you want to look at it. Probably a little bit of both. Yes, exactly, exactly. So shall we talk about some of the pros and cons, Dale? Uh, you can kick us off. Yeah, of course. Um, look, I'll start with the sisters themselves. Just from what we spoke about before, they're experienced performers. They've been doing this for almost a decade now. And there's something really special about when siblings perform together that those vocals and those harmonies can just work better than anyone else if you're not a blood relative. There's something very special about that in music, and I think you can hear that in the voices of the sisters. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, there is also, for me, a very lovely tone and vibe to this song. Um, It really does convey that sense of longing and that kind of subtle pain. Um, I'd written that before you explained the song, so I was Mm. kind of hoping it was trying to convey that yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so i think as a composition it does convey emotion successfully yeah i think there is that emotion of this like um that you can hear that helplessness and that hopelessness but also a bit of hope at the same time i think it's a really lovely mix of the two um it's this kind of european version of folk country so it's not anywhere near an american country it's not really yeehaw as the kids say but it is very european folk you know a lot of comparisons to first aid kit which i will say myself really reminds me of song wolf by first aid kid which i love um and also i just think that works really well it is a well-known genre in that part of the world and i think it's very authentic and true to iceland and the scandinavian area yeah now i'm going to also mention there are other guitar based songs in this competition but this has its own very unique kind of flavor and i think it does also have a very icelandic kind of flavor as well so once again you're getting i feel a bit of authenticity from not only the artist but also from the country as well Oh, for sure. And you know what? There's something about the... Maybe it's about their experiences. They get the visual. There's some really subtle parts of that performance in Song of the Kepnan. Really good shots on camera. So when you see them straight up, they're like, you know, lead singer's a bit taller, the other's a bit shorter. Then they move to another angle and they're kind of in order of... Like they go like ascending or descending. And then there's a nice little kind of... Not split screen, but something kind of similar to a split screen... um, effect and it's very clever these little things work really well and i know it's not a lot to work with with the song but they make everything work well you did steal my last point there (laughs) that i had dale and it was how simple and effective their national final performance was and you're right it was all about the creative excellent use of camera angles and screen effects Mm. now it gave it some visual dynamism that perhaps the song doesn't give you sonically so very very clever and um, really, really well thought out, I thought. Yeah, songs can do it with movement. This is not necessarily movement. It's just about taking your attention and doing something a little bit different. So very clever. I think it also has a little bit of jury appeal on this song. I think this is where there's definitely some impact there. I think some musos, musos would kind of appreciate this. They can probably see past maybe how accessible it is or whatnot and the Icelandic language really really well done it's executed perfectly and I think some juries will like that yeah I will agree with that can I make one more point of course um 
Icelandic language. Did you know that every song that has been fully in Icelandic has performed in the grand final? Oh, wow. There they we go. They have never not qualified with a fully Icelandic song. So um, good stuff. I really, really good. Well, we've got to move on to some drawbacks now, don't we? We yeah. should. We should. It's niche. It's very niche. <laughs> like, it's Icelandic country, country folk. You're right? going to offend the 19th century women listening to this podcast. Eh? I'll be careful. <laughs> but this is it, right? It's so niche. That message is so niche. The, the um, genre is niche. The language is niche. It's not just one element. Every element of this is niche. <laughs> and yeah. that means it's going to be hard to get broad appeal. Yeah, I will agree with that. Now, there is a slight amount of undulation in the tempo of the song, but it feels like it just sort of chugs along and doesn't really go anywhere for that three minutes. And it almost has a kind of lullaby effect, which, let's be honest, kind of a bit (laughs) sleep-inducing if you're not in the right kind of space. Yeah, Yeah, I did say it's a very flat song. I totally agree. And I'm not sure how that translates into a competition sense, for sure. Um, Also, I I think we've seen this in some of the live performances, and I think we'll see it on the night. You know those songs when you're in the lounge room with friends or you do the arena or whatnot that you start speaking to each other. Mm -hmm. This is a song people will talk over Mm -hmm. because it's not that impact of something of the song there's not going to be the major impact i think of a staging it's not going to grab your attention we already saw that in the eurovision in concert footage that we've seen recently unfortunately you know probably after the first 30 seconds into a minute basically the level of the crowd talking just kind of went up so you could tell people maybe it tuned out a little bit there I'm also going to say with the staging, as much as I did enjoy the national final performance, there's nowhere you can really take this too much. You can't add too much to the LEDs. That will just detract from the song. Um, So all we can really expect, I'm thinking, is a slightly polished up version of what we saw at the national final. And I'm not sure that's going to give you the wow and pop to stand out in that lineup. Yeah, and in its semi-final, there's a lot of songs that aren't the same genre, but may be competing for the same people. Mm-hmm. It is that kind of you know lovely female ballady mid-tempo thing. Um, there's Armenias and there's Croatias, there's even Portugal. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Now, this is probably the least accessible, probably, um, and so I, therefore you're going to really be struggling to get people to pick up their phone for this. I think a lot of people will like it, but whether or not they will actually vote for it is another matter. Well, okay, that was our thoughts on the song, but it's not just us, it is also the team as well. And what have they reviewed and ranked this one at? Mm, yes, the Aussie Vision team listened to all the songs and they have put Iceland in 24th. Okay, wow. That's pretty good, eh? That's very high. Yeah, well, it's not that high. No, but it's in really high. Ice, Considering like, what I've got at 24th, this is very high. Yeah, I was I was quite pleasantly surprised about how high this was. So let's break it down a bit. 5th to 39th, so quite a broad range mm. there. Only two top 10s, 5 in the top 20, 7 in the 20. So I think we had a lot okay. of people have it. You know, 12 of the team, which I think we had about 18 people vote. That's, you know, two thirds. Hmm. Um, we're at least in the 20s or, or better. Jeez. So there wasn't that many people who put it in the 30s. It's kind of resonated with people, hasn't it? That's yeah. Well, there's a lot of liking. Mm, there's a lot of liking, not a lot of loving. Mm, so this is sometimes we use the jury system, not the 12, 10, 8, 7, 6. Sometimes these kind of consistent songs can get a decent result, but maybe they don't get the big, big points at the top. Absolutely. All right. And of the team, who are we listening to today? We are listening to Fleur and we're listening to Estelle. 
Iceland have sent us some crazy stuff in the last three years. And this year we have the complete 180 from those. And it's actually quite nice. Look, I am a sucker when it comes to guitars and harmonies done right. So this was always going to feature rather high on my list. I have no idea what these girls are selling me, but I'm fine. This is the sort of music I want to hear on the radio without necessarily wanting to seek it out. It just grabs you. This song is so pleasant to listen to. We just have three women with their guitars and some solid riffs. There's no bells and no whistles with this song. It's the simplicity of this song that appealed to me the most. And sometimes at Eurovision, that's what you want. You just want the music to speak to you. And this song does that for me. This song is just gorgeous. I find it calming and comforting and really quite beautiful. The performance is simple, understated and raw, just as it should be. The fact that it's sung in Icelandic is fantastic because it's such a melodic language anyway. It lends itself beautifully to this style of music. Singing together as a family, the harmonies seem effortlessly easy as the sisters' voices combine beautifully. They're like an Icelandic version of the Irish band The Cause, and I love that. The competition can't be upbeat pop song after pop song. You need performances like this that are more of a lull or a gentle respite from the intensity on the stage. With that here, we've got a real simple beauty. It stands alone in the contest. It's really quite unique. And I think for that reason, it stands out in a really, really good way. I'm very much looking forward to seeing it performed in the semifinals. Well, some really excellent points there from Fleur and Estelle. Um, Fleur makes the point, what a change of pace from what we've seen from Iceland to start with. Really, really good point. And also, you know, she loves those women with guitars. And then we've got Estelle. She really sucked into that sort of harmonies and the, and the soothing parts, but thinks that could be a real, um, you know, positive. Oh, totally. And I love them um, talking about the harmonies. It is one of those, that really important part and that the effortlessness that um, Estelle mentioned, mm. you know, that is really good. And I think juries will really appreciate it because it's just fantastic. Simplicity, it can it can go either way, I True. think, for sure. Um, I just have to say, I love Fleur saying, I don't know what they're selling me, but I'm buying it. I love that. <laughs> so look, I think there definitely is a market out there for this song. All right, should we head into our rap and rank there, Dom? Yes, let's do it. I will kick us off. Now, as charming as this song is, it's simply not my style of music, I'm afraid. I think if you're into this type of music, it'll really click for you and good luck for you, you know. I do think what it does, it does very, very well. Unfortunately, I personally can't see this connecting with anywhere enough people to get the required ticket to get to the Saturday night, unfortunately. Uh, and for me personally, it's just a genre that does not work for me. Uh, I have ranked this one in 38th. <gasps> how dare you? What's, how did I know? Uh, look, it is, it's just not working for me, I'm afraid. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you weren't the worst ranker. Someone mm. did put a 39th. There we are. Um, well, look. I love this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. This is a genre I really like, obviously. Um, you know, I have compared it to First Aid Kit. I loved them when they came out. And I love this kind of like European um, sort of slant on country folk. It's a, it is a genre I really, really like. I really think the song conjures up this like... I can imagine the Icelandic um, countryside, the desolate nature of it all, the the tough conditions thereafter, and it, it has that kind of sad, melancholic feel, but with that element of hope that you can still feel in there. Maybe I'm reading far too much into this, but that's what I hear when I hear the song. I just adore 
their harmonies. It's been mentioned already. I think it's just so well executed and put together. Now, is it a competition song? Yeah, I'm not sure. I have major doubts, and I would be shocked if they actually get through. Um, but it's not about that for me. It's about my personal taste. It's not for everyone. It is for me. It's coming at 17th place. That's the top 20 for you. That is very, very high. It's very high. 17th is high. There is a lot of good songs in this competition, um, I find. So, yeah, 17th. Woof. Really? Well, when see, you went for things like Armenia. Yeah. And I've gone for things like, spoiler alert, I haven't got there yet. Um, <laughs> and I've gone for something like Iceland. So I think it's where a genre suits more. You like basic Danish stuff. I like going to the <laughs> pop side of things. You're more like going to the folksy, folksy sort of country type of we've stuff. We've got like five or six of songs hmm. in this area. And it, I think you're gonna, everyone's going to branch off into the different genres and the little elements that just grab them. Yeah, fair enough. Now I'm going to go and wander off to the tundra and throw myself off a cliff. <laughs> tundra, that's what I was thinking. I should have used tundra. Anyway, well, look, thanks so much for joining us. I'm really impressed with the teams ranked at 24. Yeah. Let's see if they actually get that high. I'm not sure. But um, uh, catch you next time. Thanks, guys. See you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later. <laughs>